Hey hens, how are we all diddly doing on this fine, fine Wednesday where I finally recorded the podcast that I wanted to record for weeks. Thank God. Um, basically, that's in reference to I wanted to do this industry podcast like a few weeks ago with my agent, Thomas Andrew Smith, and my friend Charlotte from the Trilogy Disney podcast that we did a few weeks ago. I think I mentioned it in my last podcast that we were doing it and that we'd be recording it. Um, by the end of the weekend, it'll all be done and I'll be able to put it on here and it'll be great and wonderful. Um, that didn't happen. What did happen was that we recorded it for two and a half hours and... I was thinking, oh my God, how am I going to edit this? There's so much to put in. Like we were going off like with the jokes and everything was off the cuff and everything was in, like sincere and great and everything was all one take because I was literally thinking to my head, oh my God, how am I going to edit this? Because everything is that like, gold. Um, and I was thinking, oh my God, it's going to be like a two part series and it got like two hours and then two and a half hours. And I was like, maybe it's a three part series. I was like, oh my God, so much content. Um, and then we said goodbye, we finished the conversation, and then I look at my phone, and my phone recorded it, there's a timestamp, but there's no audio. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, of course. Like first there was Miss Rona coming into the picture, taking away my career, taking away seeing my boyfriend, and then now Miss Rona takes away my podcast. Oh, it's cursed, my podcast cursed, but it's fine. Do you know what, it's fine, because we're gonna carry on um, and we did carry on. In the words of Gemma Collins, we did carry on. Um, and we finally got it recorded. Thank goodness. And I kind of like this time, even though it's not as off the cuff. Uh, wow, she can't speak. Even though it's not as off the cuff as I wanted it to be like last time, like, cause obviously we've kind of rehearsed it now. Um, <laughs> unintentionally, but we did. Uh, I did like how concise we were this time. And I also liked what we said this time. There were some bits in it that we didn't say last time. I think now we have a bit more information about what's going on with things, you know, in regards to the industry and a bit more of an idea and an understanding. Um, and yeah, I really like what we said. So I hope you guys will enjoy it too. Um, oh my God, honey, she's losing her voice. <clears throat> anyway, I don't want to talk too much because I just want to get straight into this podcast uh, while I still have the recording. Um, but what I will say is I'm not going to put any music on in the background uh, for the interview just because I've had people um, who have listened to my podcast and gone, hey, it's great, but um, I can't really hear what's going on in the background. No, I can't really hear what's going on on the forefront, not the background, the background's the music. But I can't really hear what you're saying um, because I think with, whenever I record things on my microphone like this, it's quite clear. But whenever I record things on my phone, uh, for the phone calls, it's a bit hard to hear. So I am going to try it without the music, which is a bit disheartening for me because I like the bops in the background. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but we're going to try that this week. Um, so yeah, here is the infamous industry podcast that I've wanted to do for time. Uh, so yeah, enjoy. Here it is. Who would like to introduce themselves first? My name is Thomas Andrew Smith, full name. And the reason I use that name is because one, I love my name. Mm -hmm. And two, that is anyone that works with me knows me. Like my calls to stage are always Thomas Andrew Smith. And like anything like that, it's always full name. And I love it. Oh. Um, I'm a bit, yeah, it's cool, isn't it? It's yeah. like, yeah, I love it. I love it. Like growing up, I always wanted to be Tom. Um, oh, and no. then so that kind of stuck for years. And now I'm like, no, I want to 
be Thomas. Mm. Like, I don't I know like that. People, yeah, I don't know why people... Like, that I, I got like Charlie growing up, like continuously. Oh, then you're like, no, my name is Charlotte. Yeah, I hate it. Oh, I get Nick. Like, absolutely hate it. Oh, I get Nick. Oh, Nick. Oh, no, never get that from me. Oh, no. I call him Cole. I don't mind that. Cole. That's cute. You go, oh, Cole. That's cute. Yeah, oh, Cole. Nick. Nick sounds really common. Oh, it sounds like a boy. I'm a girl. Yeah. Nicky. Sounds sounds common. Nikki, yeah, I don't like Nikki. I like Nikki. Yeah, Cole's cute. Oh, yeah. Cole. Oh, oh, but, and Nicole's now, but, yeah, no, not yeah. cute. No, hell no. But, yeah, so I'm, I, I, so I am a bit of a strange one in the respect that, talking about what I do, um, I do lots of different things. I perform. I work in casting here and there. I choreograph. Um, and I'm an agent and I teach as well still and obviously the connection between me and Nicole slash Cole slash Charlotte just Charlotte is the fact that I am their theatrical agent <laughs> so that's how I know that's how I know these guys mm-hmm. um, very theatrical too very theatrical I just I just feel like I can't do my job unless I am like that do you know what I mean? Oh, God. Like, I, recently, I, recently, I recently did a contract with a girl as a dancer, and she had worked with a previous client of mine. And he was like, oh, yeah, you'll really get on with Tom. He's really... Um, and I can't think of how he described me, but the way she described it, she went, oh, I can't remember how he described you. He said you'd be like, um, oh, darling, oh, darling, darling, oh, yes, sweetie, darling. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah. What have yeah. you been up to since Corona? Miss Rona has changed our life. Oh, okay. <laughs> Miss Rona. Miss I did not like her. Miss Rona and I are not friends. Miss Rona and everyone are friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're all in the same industry. Our industry has shut down overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, there is literally nothing really happening um so with regards to like myself all castings that I was involved in have just kind of ceased to exist all my teaching works cancelled obviously um all my personal gigs that I perform in have gone and obviously because there is a lack of castings castings for my clients have gone so like work-wise it's majorly affected um personally like it's actually been quite nice um in a way it's like i'm 50 50 about the whole thing because it's been nice in a way because i've come home home and i never really get to come home home and spend a good amount of time here where I'm not sort of just popping in and being like, hi, bye, I'm off to wherever. Yeah. Um, because my work has me all over the country. Mm. Um, so I'm never really home. And, and, and if I am in one place for longer than two minutes, it's in London. So in that respect, it's been lovely. I've been able to spend time with my family and my boyfriend here with me. So that's really, really nice. Um, but on the flip side, it is obviously a worry as to where, when are we next going to be able to uh, money. I know that it's been said that this week we're going to get some restrictions, you know, 
squeezed on Sunday. Mm. But I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like, I might be able to see a friend. Yeah, you know, I might be able to, like, one of my best friends is my hairdresser. So it may be that I will be able to go and get that haircut that I so desperately need, or he can come to me and stuff. But certainly with regards to work, I don't think, personally for me, mm. it's not going to change anything because all my work involves lots of people being in one room at a time. And I know that's the same for offices, but you can space out there. You can't space out a rehearsal room. No. Yeah, you can't space out theatre seats either. No, you, you can't. You kind of in. Yeah, I mean, I look at even like the panto that I do every year and, you know, we're looking at the... If we were to comply with social distancing as it is at the moment, we would only be able to sell 32 tickets per performance. And that's just not doable. Slash... No. What are you going to do with the actors on the stage? You know, forgetting the audience. Like, we, how do you do a panto? How do you do any show socially distancing? Well, what can we be doing want? in this time to make the most out of... Oh, um, so I what I've Better felt. people, yes. Yeah. What well, I've, yeah, I've, I've have been here. doing, okay. uh, other than night shifts, because, you know... That is your life. Fun. Oh, God. I do lots of W1 workshops, which is Vivid and Nancy Sullivan, and I have done workshops in person, so I do know them. They are amazing, and they do lots of kind of bits and pieces. Like, they do, like, they, at the moment, they're running their courses kind of um, as if, like, lockdown wasn't happening. So, mm-hmm. like, they're just not charging people as much money for it. Um, so, it's pretty cool. And, like, they, they've found that way to, like, really get around, like, all of it. Um, so um, I would definitely recommend any performers who don't know what they're doing with their life to go to them because they are amazing people. I did do the first couple of weeks of lockdown when I wasn't working night shift. I was doing um, the uh, Instagram live from uh, Western oh, yeah. Prep, which is yeah. like, um, I want to say his name is Mark Hedges. Yeah, I think so. I think that's yeah. That, that well, he's amazing. Hell. I've done workshops with him before, and like mm. he is incredible. I love him. Um, and they've been doing bits on their uh, Instagram, like lives and stuff. Um, and uh, just really cute, like dance routines. Nothing crazy difficult. I mean, his routines from shows are not like crazy dancey. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, but like, you know what? Like sometimes it's. <laughs> I am such a fan of going back to easier stuff. Mm. Like, and not 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 necessarily going back to basics. Although I I am a firm believer in that as well. But like sometimes, like even like when you're just singing, to like go back to like, am I breathing from the right place? Yeah. Like yeah. Or, or, or or dance. Like don't go with the crazy crazy centre exercise. Just go and do some plies for half an hour and mm. really find really fine-tune those muscles. Um, See, that, feels, that feels like me maybe doing my own kind of ballet class. <laughs> I love that. I don't know yeah. what to do with myself. I'll do some plies for half an hour. <laughs> um, I love that. Speaking of ballet and plies, and it was her birthday. I think it might be her birthday today. I think it birthday. is, yeah. I think, happy birthday, Sharice. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Sharice Raynard. So, um, Sharice's teacher drama school and right. she um, is incredible ballerina like mm. prima girls like she's been doing 
Instagram Lots of other casting directors kind of 
kind of take that like and with it as well. Yeah, they felt like suit, 100%. And it's just, yeah. it's just weird kind of like, obviously it's an incredibly competitive industry. Right, we all know that. It's, it's really, really competitive. And, you know, whether it be performer, agent, casting, whatever. What I'm saying about is like how Pierce and I and how amazing they are. Like, there's, there's this weird thing and I don't know, it must happen in other industries as well, but it's almost like the people that are creative, as in like producers, directors, choreographers, or agents, or casting people, are like held on a pedestal, right? Mm, yeah. That's how, that's how I like it. Everyone, which is like lovely because they're positions of power and that power should never be abused. But it's like also, which is humans. Yeah. all humans before anyone. They always say to people when I meet them, when I have like prospective client meetings or whatever, it's like, I'm a human before an agent or, or a performer or whatever. Life happens. And it's just like, for me, I, I, I absolutely have checked people's social media like before. But I personally wouldn't judge someone on something they put on their social media 10 years ago, even five years ago. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That if something they put on last week, like, I would go, okay, they're probably still of that mindset. But, like, there must be stuff on my social media from 2000 and, like, I don't know, 2008, you know, where I'm yeah. like, with my boyfriend at the time, oh, my God, Illy so much, Illy so much, just yeah. making, like, oh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I know, because it comes up in my memory sometimes, just thinking, oh, God. But, you know, that was a different time when we used to share things like that. Yeah. But I, I never judge someone from from something from 10 years ago. Yeah. Do you know what? That's really interesting, because, actually, um, I had the discussion. Mm. You know the whole colour purple situation? What well, I was going to add on with Pearson is that Go they've on. got this well. um, £5... Um, oh, they're doing surgeries, aren't they? Yeah, five pound surgeries. So, like for your vocal reel, for your CV, your uh-huh. show reels, your self tapes. Uh, they've even got like um, letters that you give to casting directors. Uh, yeah, social media. Social media. Like I did, I did Public two letters, of them. Yeah. I I did two of them, and they were amazing. So there was an actress called Bayi Umba. I think I'm saying that correctly. So I'm really sorry to her if I said that wrong. Um, so um, so basically, she was due to pay the lead at Leicester Curves production of The Colour Purple. Um, and had basically got the job, been announced on social media. Um, and, um, and then what happened was, I can't remember exactly who found it. Somebody who was vaguely involved in the industry, at least somehow, went through her socials um, and found a tweet from, Mm. I want to say, near on 10 years. Yeah, a good long time ago. And it it was her um, quoting, I think it was Bible passage or something. Yeah. um, That was, um, I want to say homophobic. Um, yes, it was, yeah. Something like um, gay people getting married. Maybe that was yeah. like that, but something so like that. Any, anyway, there was then a massive witch hunt on social media, oh, um, as, as there is. Um, and essentially, um, the production decided that they would act her from the production before things got any worse. Um, and 
she was sort of trying to defend herself on social media, which like everybody, like it, it kind, it really went off. Like it really it's went off. Yeah. I remember it was all anyone spoke about for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway. That's so harsh, um, though. Ten years yeah. ago. Horrible tweet. Ten years ago. But then, but then, with what the story is depicting, it's so difficult because I don't know the colour purple really well. Yeah. But I I know that there's some themes in it about um, being being gay. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, and um, particularly for this character that she was portraying. So people felt that if she was homophobic, well, why homophobic, should she? Why is she portraying that character? Which I completely, I completely am kind of like I don't think it would have been the right decision for her to do yeah. that morally. But I think that should have been a decision that she took rather than yeah. like I was say, somebody else. She was so outraged by you know gay people and people getting married. Uh, you know, even though it was ten years ago, if she was still like this now when she had been given this role. Surely she yeah. would have read the script or knew the story and gone, oh, no, I'm not doing it because I didn't believe in that. Yeah. Okay, See, so, um, so, and, like, it wasn't like she was, like, a, uh, a kind of supporting character. Like, she was, like, the lead. And I, I, I do, I sort of think, for me, like, there are some things I will never do in my career because I think they're morally wrong. Like, I would never do a McDonald's advert. Sorry, Tom. Yeah. Um, because I'm vegetarian. Oh, yeah. of course you are, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, A, that would be really difficult to film. And B, yeah. it's that thing of being like, why Like, why would I support a company yeah, doing yeah, yeah. something that I think that is, is yeah. morally wrong, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and, um, and, um, I just, I mean, I don't know. I think the whole witch hunt thing was really horrible. Mm. Like, the yeah. whole way, the way that it unfolded was really yeah. ugly and nasty. Yeah. And I think with the whole curve situation, like, it's very much like, um, it's very much like what she posted meant that she wasn't suitable to play that role. And in my mind, yeah. I think that, I think that's true. However... Yeah. The manner in which that whole situation unfolded mm, was yeah. absolutely disgusting on the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like, never should happen again. But I, no. I, I yeah. think it's like, it's one of those things where I could see it happening. Couldn't you? Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's that thing of being like, when you are training and that, they do tell you to be really careful what you post on Yeah. Like, it's, and you I mean, know, I, think, like, I think she was, she, you know, the right thing happened in the sense that. She was held accountable. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she lost. She lost her job, and then next you sort of go, okay. She's got. She, that's her punishment. We shouldn't yeah. go after her and tell her she's disgusting. Yeah, she, she, she lost was, her job. Is that not enough? It was the way. Yeah, it was the way that people reacted on social media. I think that was so like that was so absolutely atrocious. And, and I hope, and I hope that that like, especially with what's going on at the moment, this shows us that. Social media can be used for really good things mm, mm. and not all bad because, like, yeah. you know, in the last couple of years, all you ever hear is social media is terrible. Like, yes, it's clever, but, you know, this happens and that happens. And actually, like, with everything that's happened with this virus, certainly with our industry, and well, I can't Thank God we have social industry. media right now. Thank God we've got it, and it's yeah. been amazing. You know, like Charlotte, you said earlier with them classes and things, she's 
doing. That's amazing. And like, I've been able to, you know, keep in contact with my clients and talk to prospective new ones and have meetings and run seminars and, and stuff for people. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd it's like to think, yeah, it will change. You, you look at you look at it now, and you're like, as long it's very much like the user that has to be aware of how it's being yeah. used rather yeah. than the platform and like mm-hmm. it's it's just it's sad that you, like, you always will get people that are like Twitter trolls and stuff like that oh, cool. um, but I think well, I wish I had yeah. time to be a Twitter troll <laughs> Literally, yeah I mean I it must who has the time going back to like what you were saying Nicole like as in with what to be doing during lockdown and stuff is my my big advice to people has been don't beat yourself up if you don't get something done because it's really hard to get things done at the moment. Yeah. Like, if you turn around and go, I'm going to do this today and you don't end up doing it, like, don't go, oh, God, that's awful. Oh, I didn't do that. You know, it's fine. I have days where I'm really productive and I'm like, oh, my God, I've done so much today. I've emailed this person. I've done this. I've sorted this out and I've contacted this person and blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I like, moved from the conservatory to the front room today. Wow, well done, well done really. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, Tom, you ate a whole pack of bourbons today. Well done, you know, and that's my achievement today. So, like, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like not beating yourself up about it. And I think that that's the big thing is for people to know that it's okay to be doing that. Good like, day. because we're all doing that. Anyone, anyone that's sitting going, yeah. I, I am working out every single day and I'm being really productive every single day. I'm like, you are a liar. No, you are not. <laughs> You're not real. Don't lie to me. You're not real. You're not, don't tell me this is all wonderful and it's all roses. Like I said earlier, like there have been aspects to really enjoying this and I have really enjoyed like some bits, but I think people are lying if they're going, no, everything's totally rosy and totally fine. It's not. It's weird. Yeah. We're in weird times. We can't see the people we want to be with and our loved ones and stuff. So, no, it's not cool. But I think you've just got to, as absolutely ridiculously cliche as it sounds, you've got to stay positive. And it's it's not forever. Mm. It's not yeah. forever. No. We'll be back to it, you know, when we don't know at, the, at this moment in time. But hopefully we'll know more someday. Yeah. Yeah. So I want wasp in here. I'm just going to catch it. <laughs> so big oh my god like it's bigger than my head <laughs> so i tell you what put a glass over it and then leave and tell you how well, it's it's on the wall oh yeah, no just a, yank, a yankee candle lid ah! i'm just gonna have to leave it like that someone else is gonna have to get rid of it i'm too scared oh, yeah. um i'll get harry to do it um what were the other questions babe okay what are your embarrassing stories do you have for, for so, like stage and stuff. So I have one. So yes, I, you do. I was, I, yeah, I was in, I was in the wings for Panto, right? Mm-hmm. And it must have been. Oh, I'm trying to think, I'm really, I've actually really thought about this now. It must have been a dress run because there wasn't anyone in, but we were in costume because. We had our jock straps on. We must have told the story. So. I, you know, they always tell you in drama school, like, you should never talk in the wings, but actually, like, of course you do when you get out there. Of course you talk in the wings. Um, and there were kids, there were the, like, team of kids who punted that out in the audience and, like, the director and, and stuff. 
And like, I was talking with one of my friends, Sarah, and we were talking about jock straps and like, you know, are they comfortable, uncomfortable? I was like, they're really uncomfortable and stuff. She was like, well, how does it, you know, how does it work and stuff? And I was like, well, you know, I, I guess everyone's different and stuff. So at that point, I turned around to like, peered around like sort of the, the wing partition to the other wing to one of the other dancers, Joff, and was like, Joff, what wing do you wear your willy in your jock? And at that bloom in particular moment they decided to switch my mic on and it was on like they were like mic testing so it was on really loud and it just like boomed over the stage in the auditorium and I just then heard people laughing and there were like kids in there and it was just so embarrassing because then I had to I could come out on stage to like do a number and everyone was just laughing but it caught it caught the whole it caught the whole sort of conversation because I didn't realise, I was like, so Jock, which way do you wear your willy? And he was like, well, you know, I wear mine, like, upwards and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wear mine, like, to the side and stuff, but it depends on, like, the costume. We really went into detail, and it was only, like, 40 seconds later that I realised that the reason people were laughing was because they could hear what we were saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is my embarrassing story. I love it. I will, I will, like, I feel like we should tell people as well because we're not laughing that much at them. Like, me, we have heard these before because Nicole had a mishap recording this particular podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and I would like to say that that story did bring the house down. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. We, we were, like, I was, like, crying laughing at that one. Um the house down, yeah. Um, so, my embarrassing story. So, I'm actually going to tell, like, two like mini ones um one of them is about me and one of them isn't about me um one of the first one we were so me and me and cole were in the same year at drama school for people who don't know um and we were in our last year of training uh we had our first like professional um uk tour audition coming to college um like and it was a girls audition so like all the girls in our year like going nuts like 60s kind of song um and i'm stood outside the room with my friend shakira um who um tells this story often as well so i'm sure she won't mind me putting it on here um so um she is singing say a little prayer or something she goes in and it's just this one casting director guy that none of us have ever met before and um she goes in and starts singing. She starts singing up the octave. Just doesn't stop. Like so I'm, I'm, I'm stood outside the room, and she is singing in a key by like the middle bit. That is literally. She is a phenomenal singer and can hit literally any note you ask her to. Like mm-hmm. you, you want to, you want her to sing a note that other people can't hear. She'd probably do it. But like, mm-hmm. um, but it was. One of those moments, like a key for dogs only. <laughs> like oh, she came out and was like crying, but like with laughter. Oh, <laughs> like, and then, funny enough, the particular person who was casting that day actually became my agent like two years down the line, right. and like still we'll talk about that incident, like right. regularly, which was very cute. It was also very cold. Um, mm. And it was like a, a big like walkthrough, like interactive thing. Like I properly looked like a beaver. It was quite fun. Um, right. But uh, my second one was when I was a job on a job. Mm-hmm. I was I played Mrs. Beaver in a Narnia experience one Christmas. 
you would do like a set bit of script or whatever, like a little like interactive activity, um, and you'd have earpieces like counting down in your ear how long you had, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. which is quite difficult to get used to, but like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have like a group come into you. I had this one group this one day. We were having quite a lot of problems with like high winds because obviously I, I lived in Portsmouth and mm-hmm. like right off the coast in this particular attraction was like very very close to the coast and it was like an outdoor like in a great big marquee thing i had this one particular group in and i was like oh it's so cute like i had a really cute day um like this group came in and they were all like brownies um and they were having serious issues with the wind like the high winds were like literally threatening it closing because it was that bad um they had like their like grown up with them like so all these little girls like rammed in they were so cute they sat so nicely um i was like doing my script whatever um and but like in the particular piece of the maze i was in i was in like a um like an actual house that was like this deepest house um and so it was all enclosed um like you couldn't get out to the other parts of the maze without um like actually going through like proper doors i'm halfway through my script and all the lights go out like all the lights, all the music, everything, all the electric just goes. Um, I'm then sat in a room with one other adult mm-hmm. and like 25 kids screaming at the top of their voice. And like, I'm like trying to be Mrs. Beaver and like trying to calm them down, but it's not really working. And like, yeah, um, and oh, so. And like, and yet I've got no clue what the fuck's going on. Like I don't know. Yeah. And what I didn't realise, so I then go to try and open the door to Mrs. Beaver's house. Like mm. so, I had a door, and then I had a secret like bookcase thing um, mm. that they walk through. Um, and so I went to kind of go and open the door. Door had locked, hadn't it? Like oh, it was part, no. it was part of the part of the electrics. So I then went and tried to open this bookcase thing. That was locked too. Oh no! Like everything. No. So they evacuated the maze mm. thing. It's not really a maze, but they ev- evacuated the walkthrough, um, mm. everybody out. And it was just me stuck in a room of 25 brownies. Um, and they literally couldn't get us out. Like, How long we, were you in there? we were in there two and a half hours in the fire department. Like, had to come and, like, actually break did you Did you break character? No, because I was oh like, my I was God, like, I was like, I don't want to ruin it for these kids. Like, then because they were little as well, like they would like yeah, not. Like, if they were like eleven year olds, I think I probably might have considered it after that amount. Yeah. But in the end, we literally just sat in there like telling like funny stories, and, like going up the room. I was like, oh, right, everyone, this is what we're doing. <laughs> like, it was just, like we started playing. We started playing games and that, and I was like, thank God for me being a children's entertainer. Uh, I can't tell you how much that's my worst nightmare. Like, literally. But, like, the whole thing, like, I didn't even have a torch. Like, the whole thing happened in pitch black. Pitch, pitch black. Like, because it was so, it was right in the centre of a maze. Like, it was so dark. And, like, instead of, like... I obviously tried to get out the doors when I realised that I could get out the doors. After we were there, like, I just did some, like, sort of, sort of spiel that was kind of similar to my script thing, and then I was like, I can't carry on doing this. Yeah, you can't keep that up for that long. Oh, my so we So we just ended up sitting and playing, like, loads of games with the kids. And, like, they were fine because they were playing games. But, like, it was, I was literally sat there. I had no idea when we were going to get out. Like, not a clue. <sighs> 
Yeah, it was like proper, like it was one of those yeah. things where you're like, yeah. I'm like, by the end of it, I was like, I might die here. Like, yeah. this, yeah. is this is it. Like, because the yeah. thing is, when the firemen were like kicking the door down, like they couldn't get it down because it was like a, like big, like, um, like yeah. yeah, because it, it, it was all yeah. on like electronic systems, like it was a big heavy locks and, and stuff to keep you safe. And yeah, it was an absolute nightmare. Wow. Oh my yeah, God. that's traumatic. That is that's, traumatic. That's a story. Thomas, what is your daily dog of the day? Oh, my dog of the day has to be Spaniel. Yeah. A blue, a blue Rowan Cocker Spaniel in particular. We it's love a Spaniel. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that. that's but the dog of the day. If you know a Spaniel, if you have a Spaniel, if you see a Spaniel on their walk, give them some love, give them some affection. Yeah. Give them a like and Maybe give them, some, give them some love from two metres away if they're not your dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. you know, social distance, two metres and all that. Social distance and all oh, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for being a part of my podcast for the second time. Thank <laughs> you. We love you. We love you. We love oh. you. Thank you so much. I love you too as well. Have right. a lovely dindins and Charlotte, have a good Thanks. shift later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good fun. <laughs> so much fun. Oh, uh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> I'm so sure. I hope it's recorded. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. <laughs> well, we get we get these dreaded text messages. Like to text you, say it's not worked. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Thomas is like, I'm really sorry, Nicole, but I'm dropping you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. Thank you so much. That's all right. Thank right. you. Coming back and doing it again. Nicole, you're a moron. I know, I'm a... It's just as much fun, I promise. Oh, God, yeah. Right. More fun. Much love, everybody. I'm going much to Much love. Much love. I'm going to have my dinner. Oh, yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.